One of the things you're about to learn about ChatGPT is its ability to be empathetic, its ability to respond appropriately to rude messages and angry emails. Let's take a listen. John, I am very disappointed with you and your team on the project. It seems to be going down the tubes and these clowns who you call team members seem to be doing an awful job at anything they're working on. I have still not received the test results from the last test scripts that were run. This is going to over two weeks ago and you keep promising that I will receive these and other deliverables. I am at my wit's end and I am fixing to pull the plug and report you to your boss for incompetence. Don't you know I have much better things to do with my time than hang around waiting for you lot. I'm giving you till the end of the week to get back or you will feel my wrath. Henrietta Winteler all right, so Henrietta's boiling, she's crazy, she's mad. We've got this email, we're going to feed this email into ChatGPT. And we're gonna ask GPT to make a very compelling response, explaining what happened and helping this customer to feel better with the situation. So without much ado, let's go ahead and begin typing in what exactly this email is about. Just control V it in. And I'm going to give it a command like this. Please respond to this email on my behalf. Let the individual know that five team members have had extreme difficulties with sick family members struck by COVID. Let her know I am sorry and respond as good as you can. So you see the very elaborate response I'm giving it and also putting these in bars or inverted commas, however you want to do it. But ChatGPT is able to very quickly section out text and it's able to deduce what you want to say, what you're saying, and what the other party is saying. So now that I've given it enough information, let's go ahead and hit the enter button and see what happens. It knows who the individual is. Dear Henrietta Wintler, I'm writing on behalf of John, who is currently unable to respond to your email. We're sorry to hear that you are disappointed with the progress of the project and that you have not received the test results that were promised to you. John has informed me that the team has been facing extreme difficulties due to sick family members struck by COVID-19. This has caused delays in the project and may have contributed to some of the issues you have encountered. Please be assured that John and the team are doing their best to deliver the project to the best of their abilities despite the challenges they are facing. They are working hard to ensure that all deliverables are completed as soon as possible. We understand this situation may be frustrating to you, but we kindly ask for your patience and understanding during this difficult time. If there's anything we can do to assist you, please do not hesitate to let us know. Thank you for your understanding. Best regards, ChatGPT. 
My goodness, you tell me, my friends, do you think that was a world-class response or not? I think GPT did pretty well in responding to that angry customer. And for those of you that are in the business world, your administrative assistants, this is a secret weapon for you because all you need to do is take the power of GPT and have it respond in any capacity. And I'm going to show you now how to use the power of GPT to craft compelling emails that will help buttress your message even more. Take this for example, write a letter to all the parents of class 3C telling them that we appreciate their contributions for the potluck event last week. We are very appreciative. Send that message very compellingly. And make the tone warm, grateful, and optimistic. My name is Fred, and also mention Vern Fern the head teachers are very happy at the outcome. Now watch the power of GPT. You can see it took a little bit for me to give it some instructions, but when you feed it with information, it will do wonders. Oh, and the school name is St. Francis Elementary School, all made up. Well, I went to a St. Francis. <laughs> all right, there we go. Dear parents of class 3C, would like to express our heartfelt gratitude to all of you for your wonderful contributions to the potluck event that took place last week. Your delicious dishes, desserts, and snacks added so much flavor to the event and brought smiles to the face of all who attended. Fred, Vern, and Fern, you see the classic GPT intelligence taking out the names that you have given it and stressing who they are. See, head teachers of St. Francis Elementary School in Fordham were thrilled to see so many parents and children come together to celebrate and share their favorite foods. We're so grateful for the time and effort you put into making this event a success. Oh, that sounds so good. Your contributions to the potluck event showcase the warm caring community we have at St. Francis Elementary School. It was heartwarming to see parents and children coming together to share food and enjoy each other's company. I mean, GPT, it's got words. It's got bars to spit. We would like to extend our sincerest thanks to all the parents who contributed to the event. Your support and participation made this event a memorable one. We look forward to continuing to work together to create more opportunities for our community to come together and share in the spirit of warmth and togetherness. Kumbaya. It knows how to craft messages, I tell you that. 
Thank you once again for your wonderful contributions to the potluck event. Your generosity and kindness are greatly appreciated. Warm regards, Fred, Vern, and Fern. Take a look at the input, but it's the quality input, my friends. Whenever you are putting in data into this tool, just spend a little bit of time, even if it's three or four lines long, three or four minutes, but take a look at the output. That is warm and classic. That does not feel like AI. And by the way, this is not my plus version of GPT. This is the same old, same old one that everyone has. This is just GPT 3.5. So my friends, there you have it. The power of GPT to help you craft emails and for you to respond in such a way that there is some customization right by feeding it the names feeding it the tone feeding it what you expected to get from it you see and there are ways that you can test i know to see if it was written by ai but no one's going to waste time with this because it sounds so good and i am going to do a little test just just for just out of curiosity i'm going to do a little test and i'm going to test for AI writing. Now, there's a number of tools. There's a very easy, cheap one, AIWritingCheck.org, I believe it is. And uh, we're, we're, we're going to put this in to that tool. And we're gonna see how much of it, it thinks is generated by AI. So here we go. Let's put that in and it says, Educators AI writing is a free service developed by Quill.org. Thank you, folks. All right, we estimate based on testing with 15K essays, this tool is accurate 80 to 90% of the time. For this reason, we'd like to encourage teachers to exercise caution when using this tool to detect academic dishonesty. But anyway, we're gonna throw this in and then we're going to see how much of it it believes is generated from AI. If it says uh, more than 50%, I'll be surprised because this j does sound rather compelling. But let, let's go ahead and, and see. Check the text. All right. It's checking. It's checking. It's checking. And it's it knows it's written by AI, but it does not tell you how many words it thinks were written by AI. But honestly, just reading through that message... It is very precise, it is straight to the point, but at the same time, it does sound warm and empathetic. Let's uh, try another AI detector tool. There's a writer.com, and I'm gonna to endeavor to put some of this in the box below. So this is writer.com slash AI content detector. Let's paste this in, and let's see what it thinks. Let's analyze. What I like about this one is it gives you a little bit more information about the context. So this says human generated content is 85%. This is more like how I feel about it. Now, as far as my initial email, my angry email, let's go ahead and copy my angry email because I wrote this angry email myself. This was not <laughs> written by AI. So here we go. Let's take that. And let's go in here and let's put in the angry email. There's the angry email. 
let's analyze the text. 100% written by your buddy Phil. So yeah, it knows that. Good. Okay. Well, it does feel the, the wrath in my, my email. And now let's copy this, the response. And let's put that into writer.com, which is, is actually my preferred one to check for AI writing. I'm going to get rid of that just for, uh, for obvious reasons. I don't want to bias AI against AI. Let's go ahead and hit analyze text. 87% human generated. So, so you see my friends, if you take some time to craft a heartfelt feed of data into the tool by giving it certain variables, it is going to spit out information that is less AI generated because it's going to take the sum total of all that you've given it and craft a message that still sounds more human. Now watch this. If I say write an email to calm an angry client uh, who did not receive their packages. Let's see what's going to happen. All right. So, oh, let me, let me, so I'm going to stop it midway and say the client's name is Tom. Please restart. And then it does. All right, dear Tom, I'm writing this email, yada, yada. We're going to take this text as you have probably guessed, and we're going to stick it into the writer.com site. So let's grab that site once again, the AI content detector site. All right, we're going to copy all of this. And we're going to go into writer.com, paste that in, and let's go ahead and hit uh, analyze text. Now you can see the number has fallen drastically down to 40%. Why is that? It's because the customization factor of choosing specific phrases and words and things that make it a more human response are missing because my input was very, very limited. So if you take note of my input, the second time I did what we did, look at the text. I said, write an email to come an angry client who did not receive their packages, period. But I want you to see what happens if I take this same theme, right? And now I use, I'm going to use this model that I taught a few days ago. It's the role, goal, benefit model. Okay. So role, I'm going to tell it who it is. You are a customer support rep for the coffee company. The, 
ships coffee to clients worldwide. Okay, goal. Write a message to convince Tom you are sincerely apologetic about him not receiving. And the thing about typos, GPT knows, like, it knows what you meant to say about him not uh, receiving, uh, said him not typoing, about him not receiving his coffee as promised. Um, explain there was a delay with the shipper. And the benefit, Tom is appeased and we will offer him a free second month subscription. Make the tone warm, empathetic, apologetic, and I'll, I'll just leave that one in there. This is the second time I spelled it that way and heartfelt. Okay. Now I've given it role, goal, and benefit. Okay. I'm going to give it one further command. Write this compelling email and sign off as Horace. Hungary. Now let's see what GPT will do. Sincere apologies for the delay in your coffee delivery. Dear Tom, I'm writing you with a heavy heart to express my sincerest apologies for the delay in delivery of your coffee. As a customer support representative for a company, I understand the excitement and anticipation comes with waiting for a package. I'm truly sorry that we have let you down. We have been informed that there was a delay with our shipper. This has caused a delay in the delivery of your package. Please know that we're doing everything in our power Oh it's quick, it's quick. Everything in our power to ensure that this issue is resolved as quickly as possible. We are actively working with the shipper to locate your package and we're doing our best to make sure that it's delivered to you as soon as possible. As a token of our apology for the inconvenience that this delay has caused you, we would like to offer you a complimentary second month subscription to our coffee service. We value you. You see the way it phrases things our coffee service value you as our customer. I want to make sure you're fully satisfied with our service. Again, please accept my sincerest apologies for the delay in the delivery of your coffee. I hope that this email brings some comfort to you and please know that we are working tirelessly to resolve this issue as quickly as possible. If you have any questions or concerns, please do not hesitate to contact us. We are here to help and we will do everything we can to ensure that you are completely satisfied with our service. Thank you for your understanding. One regards, Horace Hungary, customer support representative. So my friends, with that example, you can see that ChatGPT has no trouble at all in crafting uh, sincere apologies, emails to inform people, but all you need to do is just spend some time putting in some great data 
and you will receive a pretty good response. As far as sometimes when the language seems over the top, like I'm writing to you with a heavy heart, uh, it's a kind of a stretch for just coffee, right? You may want to watch GPT very carefully and think like a customer when you're reading it. If it's over the top, you could tone it down by having a little bit more human intervention in it. But it's definitely a great starting point for you to respond to a lot of emails, especially if your job is responding to angry customers via email. Honestly, you're going to thank me later because I'm making your job extremely easy by you taking data, spinning it into GPT and getting world-class responses out. Okay, all you need to do is a little bit of tweaking and you're going to be fine. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit like, subscribe. Don't keep it a secret. Share with your friends. Talk to you soon and bye for now.